Joining me with his outlook on the day's market picture is Jacobus Brink from Novari Investment Solutions. Jacobus, always a pleasure. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Always a pleasure. All right. So, Jacobus, markets really kind of trading lightly, um, anticipating real movements there from um, those F FOMC minutes. Um, could we just say that, you know, investors are uh, passively trading um, until they get some sort of direction from those news? Yeah, no, I think so, you know, and, um, and probably also to a large extent, you know, um, it is a, a shortened week. Um, it's obviously Thanksgiving holiday in the US um, at the end of the week. So it's a shorter week. So we sort of expect to see a bit lighter trading volumes, barring any sort of major news. So, yeah, you know, I think what's what's mostly been sort of driving most of what's been going on is, you know, there's been a, quite a lot of Fed speakers out. Um, and about, you know, some of them making 180 degree U-turns within the uh, space of a few days. Um, I'm including um, Fed Chairman Daly from um, um, the, the, the San Francisco Fed. You know, last week she was slightly more sort of hawkish and yesterday she came out slightly less hawkish. So, mm -hmm. so I think there's almost, you know, we can almost see a, a bit of a, a turnaround in the, the narrative driving the market. You know, I think the market's almost, if you look at some of the moves on the on the interest rate side and the bonds in, in, in the US, the market narrative is almost starting to sort of, in my opinion, swing towards more of a, a recessionary narrative where that's going, as opposed to a, you know, how far is the Fed still going to hike and and um, and what the move is is going to be on the next um, on the next Fed hike on the second of December. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, there, there there hasn't been a lot sort of market moving stuff going on. We had, we see some we saw some 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 negative numbers um, as far as new COVID cases and everything concerned in China that had a bit of a negative effect on the market. Um, but yeah, it's all in all i think the fed minutes will to some extent give the market some direction mm -hmm. but in general expected to be a fairly slow week um all around yeah i'll tell you Jacobus, i'm very keen just to get on with the fact that we are heading into a recession um, and to stop really gauging interest rates. I think it's actually more useful um, even if you look at the, the, the numbers coming out of um, South Africa today, Momentum has results out Steinhoff, Pepco, Old Mutual, all of these numbers, um, the outlook is all that, look, we know we are going into a tough time. And isn't this what the market should really be chewing on completely at this point? Because the inflation picture seems to be something that we'll only see a result in um, possibly well into 2023. No, I agree 100%. You know, um, I, I think, you know, it, it always, as we've said numerous times this year on the show, you know, the Fed is obviously in a very precarious position in the fact that, you know, they obviously they do need to get on top of this inflation story. Um, but on the other hand, you know, also be, need to be very cognizant of the recession story. Um, you know, so I think with some of the, the, the inflation numbers we saw earlier in the month, you know, it does seem like some of those things are coming through, but we did, in contrast to that, we did get James Bullard um, out last week, and he, he was suggesting, you know, that he doesn't expect that they actually do have um, a grip on the whole inflation story yet. So it, once again, you know, it's just boiling down to a massive, you know, tightrope they're walking here. Um, but it seems like currently, you know, the recession story is more of the narrative that everyone focuses on, and we can see it coming through. You know, whether it be um, in uh, the layoffs in some of the larger mm -hmm. tech names, you know, the, just sort of across the board, we've seen housing, um, the, the house prices come down extremely aggressively um, over the past number of, um, you know, data points that we've seen. So, yes, I think the recession theme seems to be, be the one dominating markets this week.
Yeah, no, well, we have a lot happening here at home. We have quite a few results coming up. I think for me, what stands out the most out of everything I've read today is Old Mutual and that banking license. I'm very keen to find out, Jacobus, um, it looks like there are a lot of banks. So South Africa's banking sector is maturing. Um, but it also feels like there's very little differentiation between all the banks and what they actually offer. And so Old Mutual applying for this license, where do you think it fits into the greater scheme of things and where it could peak, pick up um, on market share? Yeah, it's a it's a very interesting one. That was that was one of the the, the biggest black swans that I've seen um, yeah, <laughs> this month. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a it's an interesting one. Um, competition, obviously, in that retail banking space, it it has been particularly fierce um, in, in in the recent years. You know, just we saw Discovery Bank coming out, Time Bank, Bank Zero. Um, you know, Capitec. You know, it's obviously the most um, successful retail bank by far. Um, they already provide insurance cover to its you know I think they've got an excess of 15 million clients you know um, and in the process of actually taken a lot of market share from the traditional insurers so whether that is a play that um, you know all mutuals not trying to get in seeing that Capitech is sort of starting to mature a little bit you know it's not the discoveries and the times and the bank zeros of the world anymore um, and possibly be able to take some market share away from 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 their their sort of uh, more direct competitors in, in the same way that Capitec did, that might be the play. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yeah, I, for me, I, I will be very honest. As a consumer, very overwhelmed. There's just too many too many mm -hmm. banks, too many products, and eventually you just stick yeah. to what you know. Um, out of complete loyalty. All right. Um, before we speak about Pep Quark, I want to speak about momentum. Um, also, I found that to be a rather um, oh, bland is a terrible word, but I'll use that. Set of results, you know, we expected um, the life business doing well or doing better. COVID-19 mortalities, um, that's all improved. Um, the investment business, obviously people have less money to invest, so they're not seeing as much new business. Did anything stand out for you in that set of numbers? Not really. I think you you really hit the nail on the head there, Bland. Um, you know, obviously, I think the market, you know, it's up quite a bit today. Um, I think the market sort of, liked it because you know obviously compared to last year's period you know when it was very heavily impacted by COVID-19 and that a massive impact on the result you know the normalized deadline and it's seeing almost doubled you know mm -hmm. so I think that was pretty much it but other than that you know nothing really sort of standing out mm -hmm. um, on the corporate side you know they were also sort of a standout performer um, uh, on their volumes on present on the present value of new business premiums more than doubling but I mean the value of new business premium declined quite quite substantially um, so no, nothing really there you know it's yeah. um, but yeah I think the market wasn't quite expecting it you know to, to give us uh, such a nice uh, pickup on headline earnings per share but other than that, no, pretty, pretty bland. All right, and quickly, because if I let you go, Pepco, um, they've released a set of numbers, really solid. One thing about Pepco is that business, um, as we head into a recession, <laughs> they seem to have it um, figured out. That model is quite, is quite well equipped for this economic climate. No, I agree. Definitely, you know, Pepco is, is definitely one, especially into the, 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 you know, the possible recessionary period or recession, the. Uh, or slowdown, at least let's call it a slowdown for now. Mm -hmm. um, definitely very well placed. You know, they obviously came off the back of, of well, quite a few um, uh, the tough times they had last year, obviously with the, the floods, the riots, etc. Um, and yeah, another sort of solid set of re results. You know, it's down around two percent at the moment, mm -hmm. um, but definitely one I think very well placed to to, to um, weather the the possible um, storm we we could be seeing on the economic growth side.
Yeah, well, thank you so much for your time, Jacob. It's always a pleasure um, catching up with you and hope to catch up with you soon. That was Jacob Spring from Novari Investment Solutions.